And it's now time to take a look at uh, well, at a, a subject that is uh, very meaningful during our Wednesday morning discussion. Joining us, our regular uh, uh, wonderful speaker, Dr. Andrew Corbett in the studio. G'day. Good morning, Karen. Great to be with you yes. again. And I think last time we were here, we spoke about what we're going to be talking about today, and that is coincidences. So we're going to talk about coincidences in just a moment. Let me also just say that next week, next Wednesday morning, during our time together, we're going to be giving away a prize. Yes. And it is a trip for two on a two-hour river cruise down the Leven River. And um, we will have some details about that on our Facebook page and uh, a link to it on our website as well. So if you're uh, listening next Wednesday... Listen a little bit closer because you could win yourself one of the one of the iconic river cruises of mm, Tasmania. Indeed. So we'll make that. Uh, we'll, we'll have some more information about that coming up um, on Facebook on on our web as well. So that'll be during our program together next Wednesday. Just thought I'd let people know about yep. that. Uh, we were really pleased about the feedback we got last week. You you mentioned that you had a lot of people comment on your Facebook page and Indeed. and so on and had um, quite a bit of traffic on some of our other Facebook pages as well. So thank you to those people who are listening and supporting what we're doing. This is, you know, we we call this unique radio, don't we? We, This is radio that makes a difference. We're not just spinning discs and making witty comments, although all our comments are witty, Cameron. Absolutely. We (laughs) like to think ourselves as comedians, really. Yeah, well... (laughs) Well... One well, you do, you do. Well, yeah, not me. <laughs> so we are going to be uh, talking about coincidences. Now, I've never met anybody who hasn't experienced a coincidence. And we think of coincidences, Cameron, as those things that are just random, haphazard, kind of always going to happen. We just happen to be there when it happened. And, you know, what should we think of it yeah and i want to perhaps challenge that idea of coincidences and where i want to finish up just to give people a bit of a heads up where we're going with this is that if we can begin to understand coincidences perhaps from a different perspective we might we we might see that life isn't just you know the cards falling where they may there may be something to the fact that coincidences are those telltale signs that our lives are shaped and we play a role in that shaping of course and we play a role in the shaping of other people's lives but coincidences some of these coincidences are so uncanny and then you get into a set of coincidences that statistically are just beyond the possibility of being mere Random. Let, let me. Give, I want to. I want to share a couple of stories with you of some of what I consider to be some amazing coincidences. How about this one? A German mother who photographed her infant son in 1914. Now you can imagine how advanced photography was then. Uh, yes. Uh, l- left the film to be developed at a store in Strasbourg. So okay. in those days, um, some film plates were sold. Individually, so this would have been back in the days of glass plates. World War One broke out, and she was unable to return to the Strasbourg 
store, uh, the woman gave up the picture as being lost. Two years later, she bought a film plate in Frankfurt, 100 miles away, wow, okay. to take a picture of her newborn daughter. When the film was developed, it turned out to be a double exposure with the picture of her daughter superimposed on the earlier picture of her son. Okay. Now, what a coincidence. What a remarkable coincidence. Now, through some incredible twist of fate, her original film had never developed. It had been mislabeled as unused and had eventually been resold to her. Um, Cameron, that that is that is just incredible. So um, I've actually seen the photo where she, you can just see underneath the photo of her, her son, her newborn son, mm-hmm. and then you can see the photo of her her two year old daughter. Let me actually, I've got it here. Let me let me just show you, Cameron. We'll just show the listeners. So there it is. Yeah, you can see that uh, right there. Yeah, <laughs> That's great, great radio, isn't oh, it? Absolutely. So look, there, there's remarkable coincidences i I mean i i can um reflect on some of the most profound coincidences that have ever happened in my life uh and and i would have to put into that list cameron coincidences where things i was hoping for didn't work out and in the midst of these things not working out okay something else has happened that could not have happened if the thing I was hoping for had actually happened. So, in other words, in the midst of my disappointment, some unexpected twist has happened that was far better than what I was actually hoping for. Yep. But if I actually had, you know, kind of had things fall where I was kind of hoping they'd fall, I would never have had this far better thing. Now, I can, I can, I can give the biggest example of that for me was how I met Kim. And I I took a job um, uh, in Melbourne when I was, I was... At the time, I was living in Geelong, in Victoria. I took a job in Melbourne. And I was invited to come back to Geelong to do some work at Deakin University uh, with a Christian group there. And I ummed and about it and, and eventually did and it wasn't for me it wasn't ideal but one night Kim walked in and Mm. at that time she was going through a lot in her life she was not a Christian wasn't particularly religious and from that night after meeting her my life changed and my life continues to change because I met her and and we can look at these and I haven't even begun to tell you the list of coincidences involved in okay. this because there's there's a, a whole sequence of coincidences that, that happened. And it it's just been one of those things that you look at and go, well, is this really random? Is this haphazard? Is this the cards just falling from, you know, the, the sky, wherever they may land, they they land? Or yeah, yeah. Is, is there something else going on here? I'll give you one more little anecdote, one more little story. And then let's go to our first music break. But how about this? 
Um, a computer error gave two women in America called Patricia the same social security number. So in Australia, the, the equivalent would be tax file number. So you would get the same, you know, two people by the same name. In this instance, it was Patricia. Mm-hmm. The computer allocates to them exactly the same tax file number. So in America, they're called social security numbers. When the two women were brought together in an office to rectify the blunder, they discovered that they had both been born with the with the names Patricia and Campbell. Okay, wow. Both of their fathers were called Robert Campbell. Both of their birthdays were on the 13th of March, 1941. <laughs> they had both married military men in 1959, uh, 11 days apart. They each had two children who were then aged 19 and 21. They both had an interest in oil painting. They had both studied the same thing at school, cosmetics, and they both now worked as bookkeepers. Now, Cameron, (laughs) talk about a remarkable set of coincidences. Now, I'm sure, even as we're talking about this, I, I would be... Absolutely sure. There are plenty of people listening to this who are going, oh, that's nothing. You should hear the amazing set of coincidences that have happened to me. And and I was talking with a really good friend of mine who just very recently used the word coincidence in nearly every sentence to describe something that okay. just happened to him a few weeks ago. And I want to share that after we come back from this music break. Okay, look forward to that. He's always got good stories, Dr. Andrew Corbett. More of that coming up soon here on Launceston's Way FM. On Launceston's Way FM, we're listening there to Wayne Watson and uh, the song there called uh, Finest Hour. It's now 8.50 as we continue talking uh, to Dr. Andrew Corbett this morning about uh, coincidences. And you got another story for us. Yeah, look, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, who uh, is a part of um, running an orchard, um, was this particular day working just a little bit later than he, he normally worked and got in the car after a very long day, heat of summer, they're in, you know, orchards are in sort of harvest mode at the moment, so long days, very tiring. Got in his car and re- as he was about to drive, in fact, I think he did, he, he drove off and then he remembered his son said, oh, Dad, could you bring some fruit home for my lunch tomorrow? And he, you know, he had one of those dad moments where you think, oh, gee, I'm tired. You know, I just, <laughs> oh, oh, I'll get home and I'll explain to him I was tired. I, you know, I forgot and all that. And then he thought, nah, look, it's my son. Pulled the car over, turned around, went back to the orchard and was going to go into one of their cool stores to grab some fruit. And as he walked past one of the cool rooms, he noticed the, the normally vacuum sealed door was slightly open and and he thought now that's strange and as he you know just didn't think anything of it it was just going to close it and the way these doors are they're kind of like big fridge doors and almost like um not not normal domestic doors but sort of i guess the kind of doors you'd, you'd expect to see on a ship or a submarine or something like that so they they, they kind of they're, they're up off the ground and because obviously they've got a seal in the gases and all the rest of it to keep fruit appropriately um cool 
And as he was just about to shut the door, just through the slit, the, the slit of the door, he noticed on the ground what appeared to be a shoe. And he thought, that's unusual. That's really unusual. Now, he's, he's, he's wanting to get this door shut because these cool rooms are filled with, with a gas. And if, you know, if the door's open, the gas can escape. So he doesn't want to open the door because if he opens the door really quickly, he could be overcome by the gases. And he, mm-hmm. he, 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 anyway, so, but, but he sees this shoe. And so he pushes the door open, takes a breath, pushes the door open slightly, and he sees it's not a shoe, it's a foot. <laughs> it's a foot with a shoe on it, and someone wow. is lying face down on the concrete floor, and it's a, a young girl. And he, in a moment almost of panic, because, Cameron, you, you, you can't go into these cool rooms that, that are just... Like they 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 remove the oxygen they they put all yeah, this yeah. Um, gas chemical gas in there, and he, he thought, oh my goodness! And he you know instinct was just to go straight in, but then he thought, I can't go straight in because I'll I'll end up like her because she's been overcome by the gases. Hmm. So he he turns his head away, takes a breath, goes in, and uh, gets as far as he can on his breath, grabs her by the by the ankles. And starts to drag her back along the what is a relatively smooth concrete floor, uh, back to the door, and 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 then he just ha- ha- drops her legs, gets back out of there, you know, pants for air, takes another breath, and goes back in. And this time he, he gets her legs up over, and and now he's got to turn around, grab her under the arms, and heave her up and over out of the kind of the manholey thing, the 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 doorway, and he, he gets her out and realizes it's. It's his niece, okay. and uh, get, gets his niece there, and she's not breathing. She's blue. He can't find a pulse, and he he realizes that she's been overcome by the gases, and and it looked like she'd had a coronary arrest and it had stopped breathing. Now, here's where, firstly, that was a coincidence that he decided to go back. That was a coincidence that his son asked for the fruit. It was a coincidence that he happened to walk past that particular cool room because that was not the journey. And it was a coincidence that he happened to see the foot. So there's all these sets of coincidence so far. But now he's got some, you know, a, a, his 15-year-old niece there and she's not breathing and there's no detectable heartbeat. The other coincidence kicks in here. Just a week or two earlier as part of a volunteer organisation that he's a part of, they required mandatory CPR training. So <clears throat> he was thinking, okay, she needs CPR. Two weeks ago or a week or so ago, oh, I just happened to do CPR. Now, the funny thing is, there he is, having done the CPR course and got the certificate hanging on his wall, he's there now with somebody who actually needs CPR, and for the life of him, he could not remember how to do CPR. But anyway, he, he gave it a go, and he's pushing, he's going, I, I, I can't remember how many pushes I'm supposed to give, and <laughs> how many, you know, then how many breaths, and I can't remember, you know, it was all just a, a blur for him. He, he's gone into panic, but he's doing his best, and, and, and he, he's giving the CPR on the chest, uh, you know, doing the whole uh, mouth to mouth, and eventually there's a there's a, a gasp for air that that came from his niece, and w- she starts to to breathe, and there's a bit of a pulse, and it's not looking good. He grabs his phone, rings her dad, says, "Get the ambulance here straight away. This is what's happened." Within minutes, the ambulance arrives, the dad arrives, and everybody's there, and she is rushed to hospital. 
and is you know more or less resuscitated back to full you know awareness consciousness and he he just he went through this the this remarkable list of what we would call coincidences that if just one of them hadn't happened Cameron his his niece and I'm withholding names here because I, I don't I don't think I have the liberty to broadcast the names at the moment but she would have been dead hmm. now Cameron I, I know that there would be again many many people who could say yes that that was a remarkable set of coincidences and we actually got a Christmas letter from um, uh, I'll, I'll call her Betty that's not a name but from young Betty there wouldn't be too many 15 year old girls named Betty today would there? <laughs> anyway, well you never know first name that came on my head is I'm trying not to use a real name and and she and she actually used the words a remarkable set of coincidences that her uncle happened to be there he happened to come back he happened to find me he happened to he happened to understand how cool rooms work he happened to understand that you know if you if you just open the door you'll be overcome by the gases he happened to understand that if you just went in and tried to breathe like a normal person in a room where you would expect to be able to breathe like a normal person you'll be overcome by gases and you'll faint and you'll be on the ground too you'll be blue your heart will stop and all the rest of it all these remarkable set of circumstances he happened to have the physical strength to get her out there he happened to have the the cpr training he happened to have you know all of these things and consequently she's alive today so Cameron I know that there are other remarkable coincidences W Somerset Maughan one of my favorite authors just a an amazing way with words in one of my favorite stories I I I really like W Somerset Maughan's writing and and um I I I like his story the verger um, the Verger, W. Somerset Maughan would often write about remarkable coincidences based on true life events. The Verger is, is an, if you know the story of the Verger uh, by W. Somerset Maughan, there's an amazing set of coincidences in there where he loses his job because he can't write. And he then sets up a, a store which becomes a chain of stores which becomes a multi-million dollar business he's now doing a multi-million dollar transaction and he has a contract to sign and he won't sign it once he passes it to his lawyer to sign and the person doing the business with him says good grief man don't you know where you could be today if you could only write thinking you know how much more successful you'd be and the verger says to him i know exactly where i would be if i could write he would be back at his cleaning job in a small country church and it's an amazing set of coincidences that okay this led to this that led to this the other amazing coincidence that w somerset Maughan mentions is in the profound movie starring tyrone power uh, when they made it into a film uh, called the razor's edge i want to talk a, a little bit about that and share a couple more stories and then come down the home stretch after the news break cameron 
Awesome. Great uh, message so far this morning on Launceston's Wayfim. It's always great to um, sort of illustrate uh, what you're talking about with some good stories to back up on, and uh, Dr Andrew's got a, a whole heap of those. There's plenty more still to come during our uh, Wednesday morning discussion here on Launceston's Wayfim as we talk about uh, coincidences today. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. Don't forget, we'll uh, upload the message onto the website for you to download later on this morning. Let's catch up with the latest news. UCB News Time now on Wayfim. It's nine o'clock. Good morning, you're on Launceston's YFM, Cameron Skirving, your host, and of course we're in the uh, studio with Dr Andrew Corbett this morning. Let's have a look at the forecast now for Launceston and surrounding suburbs before we get back into today's discussion. Cloudy with rain becoming less widespread this evening, and isolated thunderstorms with possible hail on the way. Winds south to southeasterly and light tending north to northwesterly, 15 to 25 kilometres an hour in the early afternoon with a top of 24. The only thing we're not experiencing today is snow. So um, a little bit of everything just about. Tomorrow, showers easing as the morning progresses, 8 to 18. Mostly sunny on Friday, 7 to 23. And on Saturday, a sunny day forecast, 9 to 25 degrees. Currently in town, 17 degrees at 9.05. Well, I don't think it's any coincidence that you're tuned into YFM this morning because Dr Andrew Corbett is talking about that subject, coincidences. Well, isn't that a coincidence, Cameron? Yes. <laughs> How often do you people actually use that expression? And we've had stories of people who have contacted the station uh, and said, I don't normally listen to YFM. And I happened to get in my car, and for some reason, the radio was on 105.3. And I didn't realise it was there. I don't know how it got there. And I was listening to something, and it was (laughs) as if they were talking directly to me. And you might be experiencing that right now. You might be in your car right now going, how the heck did this thing get on 105.3? exactly. Well, these are some of the coincidences that make up the the beauty of the fabric of life. There's really some some amazing coincidences that if we all sort of shared with one another, you would have to think, hang on a minute. There just seems to be a little bit more going on here than just random, you know. And, And I know that there are some people that would have us believe life is just unguided it's a deck of cards falling from the sky they just happen to land where they land and that's all there is about it there's you know we we have no say in this and we we are just you know creatures who are subject to you know random chaos i'm somebody who's gonna say i don't think so i just don't think that's how it works. And we heard at our YFM Thanksgiving dinner not that long ago of a young man, uh, Matthew, who we've mm. mentioned, and yeah. we introduced him, a real-life person <laughs> who happened to say that his, his radio was on YFM when he was driving home from work, and it began to speak right into his life and spoke right into his situation, and it led him down a path of literally transforming his life. So this is why YFM is in the business of creating coincidences, (laughs) or at least facilitating coincidences. Um, Bill Hybels shares the the story of of a man who worked for him or worked for the organisation. And in a moment, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm going to mention that that episode of, of a remarkable set of coincidences that led to. A remarkable event. Let me come back to W. Somerset Maughan. W. Somerset Maughan wrote 
the book The Razor's Edge. It's a story of a man who uh, was in love with, with a young lady and he was being groomed for the world of business and finance. This is around the early 1920s in America. Well, uh, sorry, uh, the, uh, this is around 1914 in America, my apologies. And he just is not interested. He's not interested in the world of finance at all. And she has grown used to a certain lifestyle, Cameron, and she wants someone to deliver that lifestyle to her and he said, "Look, I just want to, you know, I, I just want to work with my hands. I want to just have a really, you know, rewarding job in the heat of the day, sweat on my brow, calluses on my hand. I can't offer you the lifestyle you've got now, but we can be happy together." And, you know, it was something like, uh, you know, twelve dollars a month or whatever back back then. And she's <laughs> she's $12 a month. No, well, I'm not going to look. I've got taste, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And so <laughs> she she broke off from him. And just then the the war was called and he went off to fight in World War One on the American side. And in the war, he took with him an American silver dollar and he had it in his top pocket. And what happened was in in the heat of battle he was shot and guess where it hit right near his top pocket exactly where the silver dollar was the bullet did not go through his heart because it hit that silver dollar which is about the size of an australian dollar but not quite as thick and he came back with this deep sense that this was not a mere coincidence. And W. Somerset Maugham really is one of the masters of weaving coincidence into his stories. And he came back with a sense that my life is here for a reason. I don't know what that reason is. And th- this is when, you know, he, he again give, presents the, the offer to his sweetheart, you know, I, I, I'll get a war pension, I'll be able to work. And, and I won't have much, but I'll have something. And we can live, we, you know, we won't have a lot, but we'll live and we'll be happy. We'll have $12 a month. And she's, you know, repulsed by the idea. And he says, well, okay, see you later then. And off he goes to f- kind of find out why he's still on this planet. The, the, there is a little bit of irony in coincidence sometimes. And the irony is that she does marry a wealthy business person who she doesn't really love but he can provide her with the lifestyle. The Great Depression hits. He loses everything and is placed on a pension of $12 a month. Okay. And she now has to live on $12 a month with a man she does not love. Wow. And there's the the story goes on. I won't I won't give the spoiler, but this is one of the major this, this is setting up the story the razor's edge. W Somerset Maugham just an amazing set of coincidences that causes you to think and this is one of the things i want to really provoke people to to do in a in a nice way provoke you to think beyond hmm that was a coincidence well what if it wasn't (laughs) what actually cameron Mm -hmm. this word coincidence what actually what how would it affect you to know there actually are no such things as coincidences coincidence in the sense that it was random. It just happened. Um, you know, it, it, it was it was just totally 
independent of me. There was just it was just one of those haphazard, random things. What if, in life, what appears to be that way, and we call them coincidences, what if they're not? What if none of these things are coincidences? The timing of things around you. You know, we were talking off air before about you know how much easier life would be if it wasn't for everyone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure Absolutely. many people would say that. <laughs> we, we, we say that in those moments of frustration where we think, oh my goodness, you know, if, if it wasn't for other people, you know, life would be pretty easy to, <laughs> to kind of process, wouldn't it? But, but Cameron, here's a, you know, a different way of thinking. Just excuse us listeners as we sort of have a bit of a pastoral counseling session here. Yeah. But, but wouldn't it? Isn't it a, a, a profound thing to think, hang on a minute, what if there's no coincidences? What if what if God is ordaining my circumstances for my good and in there, in the midst of all of these circumstances, there's something going on for my good that right now doesn't appear it. It just I cannot see any possible way how this could be for my good. But the God who does orchestrate things to take place in people's lives and we call them coincidences and some people have actually you know the light's gone on and they don't call them coincidences they call them god incidents or god incidences and so in that sense we begin to look at these coincidences even at the time as they appear bad and i want to give a story just before we go to our next music break of a, of a an incident that appeared really really bad for someone and here's a story that bill hybels tells that he, ha- he had to dismiss a staff member who was heading up their international ministry because this man no longer had the capacity to lead that ministry and this happens cameron people reach a certain level of capacity they they no longer have the perhaps the emotional ability or the intellectual ability to take on the role any further and and that's that's quite okay i think that's just the way life sometimes works well this happened to this man now they'd been friends for a long time the staff member was as you can imagine shattered and left most ungraciously even though the the willow creek association had paid him out far more than he was entitled to his whole family cut themselves off from bill hybels and ceased attending the church that they had long been a part of, Willow Creek Community Church. Now, Bill began receiving abusive letters from the man, accusing him of, quote, unchristian behavior. And if you're a Christian leader and you haven't had one of those letters, you just wait. <laughs> the moment you make a decision, you're going to upset somebody. That's just, But that's another talk on leadership, Cameron. A few yes. years went by, and Bill was speaking in Europe when... As he returned to that motel, his former international ministry staff member was sitting on a lounge in the lobby of that motel. Now, Bill Bill saw the man sitting there and he just emotionally, he just sank. And he thought that this man was now stalking him wherever he went around the world. Now, as awkward as the conversation commenced the former staff member told bill that he happened to be in town with his new job and that he thought he would that he heard bill was in town and he thought he would catch up with him 
Then the strangest thing happened. He reached out his hand and he said to Bill Hybels, I never thanked you for dismissing me. And Bill reached out his hand rather stunned and received the handshake, shaking hands. And he went on to say that he had great difficulty processing what had happened when he was dismissed and he and bill clearly could could see that now he said but what happened about you know a few months after that is that he was headhunted by a major international organization who paid him far more than bill hybels ever paid him working at willow creek and he got to do exactly what he loved to do, which was to travel the world speaking and meeting with other leaders. And over these last few years, it had been, quote, the best years of my life. <laughs> now, he, okay. he thanked Bill for what had happened and apologised for being, you know, such a pain. Now, question, was his dismissal at the time when another organization was actually looking for someone with his exact skill set was that a mere coincidence and i have to put this in the category of some of these other coincidences that are just absolutely remarkable Mm. and i have to say i don't think so i think there's something else going on here and what we call coincidences that should cause us to go hang on a minute (laughs) this is there's something going on here there there is something going on here that that i need to pay attention to cameron let's come back after this break we're starting to get some listener feedback on this one so let's let's maybe mention some of that but we're going to come down the home stretch and i want to give you some very what i consider to be some very practical advice on how you can sleep better at night interact with others far more cordially and learn to overcome your mistakes if you understand how to process coincidences okay yeah back shortly and uh, keep sending those um feedback uh, comments in we'd love to hear your comments on that uh, you can go to our twitter page uh, using the hash yfm taz tag so um yeah love to hear from you uh, more with dr andrew corbett shortly I love the line in that song, love comes to those uh, who believe it. Don't uh, give up on your faith. There's Celine Dion with That's the Way It Is. We're talking uh, to Dr. Andrew Corbett today about the subject of coincidences. Yes, we are, Karen. Look, one of, the, one of our listeners has contacted us with a story just then, and um, I just asked if I could mention her name, because I'm be careful whether I can do that. Yeah. So. Uh, thank you, Heidi, for sharing this. Uh, Heidi is a volunteer with an organisation called Baby Mum, and uh, she mm. was um, helping out one... Uh, Baby Mum is a, um, an organisation that helps young, usually teenage mums or very young mums who have opted to have their baby, and this is an organisation that helps them... Su- that gives them support in that decision. It's a, just a wonderful, wonderful thing. In fact... Uh, coming up in uh, uh, now, when is it? April, I think. Uh, we we're having a uh, a conference, a one day seminar conference out at Lagana, 
with the founder of Baby Mum and as well as a couple other really good speakers including Paul O'Rourke uh, sharing a great organisation anyway she was saying that you know she was concerned for a mum a particular mum she was trying to help wondering you know she's going to need some clothes she's going to need some new clothes and as Heidi went on her walk there just happened to coincidentally be a bag of clothes just randomly there on the on the path where she was walking or where where it was that were women's clothes exactly the size of this young mum so coincidence cameron question mark exclamation mark i would have to say no look this is this is how sometimes life works these things are not coincidences as much as they are ordained by a very sovereign god who is able to orchestrate events so that they for all intents and purposes feel like coincidences now this is where i want to just come down the home stretch and talk about the relationship between prayer and coincidences because i know that there might be mm, atheists agnostics um, people who are cynical or, or more perhaps skeptical and they would go look prayer yeah you guys you just confuse coincidences as answers to prayer and and one one dear old guy heard that and he said that may well be but he said i'll tell you something that is similarly coincidental when i stop praying the coincidences stop as well so in other words cameron what we think of as coincidental answers to prayer are probably not coincidental at all and this is where i would encourage people no matter what you're facing no matter what you're going through right now there is a god to whom you can call out to and this is where i would actually encourage people to start their spiritual journey because for many people there's there's these questions that they may even have unanswered and can i suggest that you may even get underway on your spiritual journey and for a long time have many of those questions unanswered particularly the why questions why did this happen why would god let this happen those sorts of questions are questions you may never have answers to but they shouldn't stop you embarking on the journey so cameron when we talk about coincidences i'm going to suggest to you that prayer is a direct correlation to what we might call coincidences in other words we we pray for certain things and i would i would encourage people start the journey with a prayer that says something like this god are you there (laughs) you may not even know god but a prayer that starts like that god are you there and just see what coincidences happen to answer that kind of prayer for those that become a little bit seasoned in this spiritual journey, they begin to pray things like, God, I need your help with dot, 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 whatever it is, and experience the coincidences. Now, this is what I would consider to be one of the best ways to process coincidences. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Heard a remarkable story yesterday of a young man who developed a medical disorder, and because he developed the medical disorder, it led to a sequence of events that led to him becoming a Christian. Now, for many people, medical disorders are a cause for them to raise a clenched fist up to the sky and curse God. How could you let this happen? 
I will never love you or trust you if you let bad things happen to me. But it didn't. For this young man, it caused him to to really begin to press in spiritually and to see if he could order his life right. And it led to a beautiful transformation that took place in his life. And just recently, he was baptized as a Christian at Newstead Baptist Church. So congratulations to Pastor Michael Thurlow on the great work he's doing there at Newstead. So prayer can attract coincidences, Cameron. Thanksgiving can turn that coincidence into an acknowledgement that it wasn't just a random haphazard event. It was something that God actually ordained. So Cameron, I want I know that we're going to provoke some discussion. The people will go to our Facebook page, they'll probably go to yours, probably go to mine. They'll talk about this. Uh, please do. If you haven't already liked WayFM uh, on Facebook, yeah, please do. Uh, please do. We, we've cracked. Um, we've we've uh, cracked the two hundred barrier. I think we're through well through that now. Yep, and yeah. uh, we, we're now looking. I think hurtling toward three hundred um, fans on uh, Facebook. So please uh, keep that going and share your story. Share your story of coincidences to get get people thinking. Cameron, we'll be back next week, and as I mentioned, we're going to be giving away a trip for two, a two-hour river cruise, one of the iconic river cruises uh, down the Leven River, and uh, be listening next week. Check out our Facebook page as well. We'll give some details on how you can uh, be in the running to win that uh, wonderful prize. You you will uh, be able to sort out exactly with the, uh, the 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 Leaving River Cruises when you go on that. So it's not like you have to take it up at a particular time. So we'll get that sorted. And Cameron, I'll be back next Wednesday, eight thirty, and we'll continue to discuss um, things that matter in life. And just before I go. Saturday, March 1st, let's date claim that one, 12.30 at WayFM. We're having the launch of our Future Fund appeal. And if you're able to be here for a sausage sizzle and uh, and we're going to launch the, the Future Fund appeal on Saturday, March 1st, up at WayFM, hope to see you there. Thank you, Dr. Andrew Corbett. He'll be back next week at the same time with another great message. And uh, as just a reminder too, we'll be uploading this morning's message onto our website for you to download. There are other messages from Dr. Andrew Corbett's uh, Wednesday morning discussions up there as well. And, of course, Finding Truth Matters with Dr. Andrew Corbett can be heard tomorrow night at 8.30. It's now 9.32. And back to music shortly with Guy Sebastian.